boys and girls of every age. Wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see. This is our town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkin scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick or treat. Tell the neighbors on the diaphragm. It's our town. Everybody's friend. It's town of Halloween. I am the one hiding under your bed. Teeth ground sharp and eyes glowing red. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Like snakes and spiders in my hair. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, 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 Halloween. In this town we call home, everyone hail to the pumpkin song. In this town, don't we love it now? Everybody's waiting for the next surprise. Well, that corner man hiding in the trash can, something's waiting out of bounds, and how you'll scream. This is Halloween. Aren't you scared? Well, that's just fine. Say it once, say it twice, take a chance and roll the dice. Right with the moon in the dead of night. Everybody scream, everybody scream. Circus, the ringmaster of this sideshow. Yes. We've got Mad Mole McGriff. Oh, oh, it's Mad Mole McGriff. And this is the Igor to my Dr. Frankenstein. It's Halloween time, people, on Mole and Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. I know you've been looking forward to this for a long time, sir. I have, I have. I am, I am a Halloween. This is my Christmas, people. You could just call me Gomez Adams. Thank you. We were just talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I just watched that this week. Ah, I love that. Oh movie. well, on today's show, yes, we're gonna keep it violent. We are. We're gonna keep it scary. We are. And there's candy too. There is. It is episodic number forty-seven. Yes. And this is one of Mole's favorite times of year, as it we've is, already man. stated. It is. Dressing up. 
Being someone else? Oh, yeah. Decorating your yard like it's a Ripley's Believe It or Not museum? <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to more on that later. We will. You know, I don't understand how Halloween gets to be Halloween. I don't know. But, but uh, we'll do some education, and the History Channel will teach us. That's right. We're going to learn something today. Oh, <laughs> uh, where can this nuclear fallout be found? Oh, God, you guys can find us bombing up the interwebs at www.digitalzoneenc.com. That is www.digitalzoneenc.com. And, sir, where can they find us elsewhere in this big old spacious thing we call the interwebs? Well, you can find us at the Twitter. Can't. I don't know what goes on there, but oh. you can find us at Digital Zone E N T. That's D I G I T A L Z O N E E N T. That's right. You can also find us on the YouTube at the Digital Zone. Good stuff there, I bet. It is. I haven't watched it. <laughs> Actually, I have. I've, I've watched the the first Nikki Sombrero. That's right. That was very very enjoyable. I didn't watch the second one. That's right. That's up um, there. I don't know what else is there. Nothing much yet. There will be, though. <clears throat> okay. And also, on the Facebook. Yes. Where I know I just repost a bunch of Marshall's stuff. His alter ego in the real world. <laughs> um, about whatever the hell he's talking about at that oh, time. Oh, God. It's a lot of BS, but it's funny. I actually had a problem with the Facebook the other day. I went to go make an album of the last wedding we did. Right. I, I did what I do all the time. I go in. I go to DJ ZM Entertainment. That's yes, my, my site that is there. That is on the, uh, the and, uh, spot. I go to put... Put up some new pictures. I go. I find my pictures. I copy. I choose. That's right. Nothing happens. Just nothing happens. I can put up, like, individual pictures. Okay. But I cannot create an album. That's weird. Uh, and I'm, I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like that at all. So either. damn you, Facebook. But That's check right. us out. You can find us in the search bar. Oh. You put D-Z-E-N-T. That's right. Enter. Mole stuff comes up. Yes. And I know that it's, it's pretty fun in there, actually. There's it a is. lot of interesting things. There is. I know that there's been times where I've been like, oh, what is this mole's talking about? And I'll click on it. Yes, random facts, videos. And before we forget, a local legend that we keep talking about, you got to give it up to your man, Matrix, there. I do, I do. Please, please do. Big Matrix, man. He's, uh, you know, he's doing his thing, you know. He's, he's... The, he's getting married getting and married. one he's got dude is this on not one of the and... coolest proposals i have yes. ever done seen yes yo so this guy he's he's a, he's a good rapper very good rapper. Uh, what out of Socrates, kingston yep, that area yep. mole knows one, the guy better than i, from I do we growing up you know but Catch so him on he, the he's got single. a new album out and on this new album he puts this song about proposing yes, to did. his girl yes girl hadn't heard it yet he goes and visiting uh visiting the the yard yep um and, and puts the song on and proposes for him yes. for right there. It was so fucking cool. Yes, one have, of the coolest have, proposals I had ever done seen. We uh we had one of his videos up. Might have to repost it. Uh, autistic and awesome, which is a song about an autistic child, is really very very good and very well done with a nice animated video. So, on today's show, yes, we've got horror inspired wrestlers. We do. We've got. Good news for Halloween party throwers. Oh yes, that's you know what I must say when it came to came to parties, I did a mean Halloween party. I used to do a mean Halloween party, sir. You would have been proud. <laughs> oh man, here's a tip for Halloween parties though. For all you people that want to bob for apples, make sure you don't have a deviated septum or a clogged nose that day. <laughs> it will not end well. <laughs> we will see if there are three thousand maniacs in Mole's head. And today we will reminisce about days of yore. Oh. In 
a day in history Ooh, that will bring the frightful outcome, which which was the dolphin demise oh God, last that was night. Scary, scary, scary stuff. Scary. And don't forget, the one reason why I come is that pandemic we oh, get down to in the music. That is true. And today we are gonna bring you some good tunes. Which honestly, yeah. are they Halloween themed? All of them? No, Hell no. Mine are just violent. Mine are <laughs> mine are mixed. I got one traditional and the rest take it as you will. Yeah, and honestly, you know, people play these songs around Halloween. Word? Doesn't mean that they have nope. anything to do with them. One of them and I left off the list. I could put anything by one Rob Word. Zombie or Power Man 5000. They are siblings. Yes. And Power Man doesn't do a lot of Halloween. No, no. Like, but every song I listen to, I'm like, that's a Halloween song. Yeah, that is. Like Power Man 5000, they kind of bring you to this like futuristic, <laughs> like... Like, kind of like the opposite of Rob Zombie. Yeah. He brings you to, like, the zombie graveyard, and they bring you to, like, fucking Star Trek Enterprise with, with uh, the Klingons exactly. and, and the guys with the... What, what, what the fuck were they called? With the, with the things the Borg. in the face. Yes, the Borg, that's yeah. it. Oh. God. Well, I, sir, am all about bringing you that Halloween-inspired music for parties, man, that keep you up and moving and... You know, that everybody associates with Halloween, but might not necessarily, like you said, be about Halloween per se. It could be about, you know, like uh, Freddy Krueger or somebody. You know, not that I'm playing that Will Smith song because I'm not. But it could be. But, you know, that's only because he's a horror movie guy. People associate that with, like, Halloween. You know what I mean? And about that. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about what the show is going to be today. Is there anything you want to talk about before I get into my first song there, sir? No. No. <laughs> All right. Well, this is my only traditional Halloween song for the show. This is Mr. Bobby Boris Pickett, better known for the Monster Mash. This is his updated version that he did in the 80s called The Monster Rap for all you hip-hop heads. Dracula got from his nap said, Teach me how to monster. 
With the monster rap, yes. Who was that? Bobby Boris Pickett. He's the same guy who actually did the Monster Mash back really? in the '60s. Yes. I, I I'm not sure if I've actually ever heard that. Yes, that was so good. If I let it go, we had uh, had another minute and a half to you know in the song, and it's just a lot of break beats and stuff. So, <laughs> and a lot of him going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 like Pee Wee Herman and shit, and fucking Cheech and Chong's nice dream. I didn't mean to take your money. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's talk about Halloween. Let's talk about the Druids. Let's talk about that. So that's where it goes back to. Two thousand years ago, Celtic festival of sewing. Yes. Also known as Samhain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he a country singer? I think so. <laughs> But this uh, this festival took place, you know, before the harvest. It commemorated. They they would build huge, huge sacred bonfires where people gathered and would burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. <laughs> During the celebration, Celtics wore costumes, typically consisting of human uh, animal, not human, <laughs> human animal <laughs> heads and skins, <laughs> and attempting to tell each other's fortunes. Oh shit. Wow. So, tell each other's fortunes in animal hides? Yep. That's kind of, that doesn't sound like, well, I guess the animal hides does sound like Halloween. You're putting on a costume, really. Yeah, and then uh, later on, you know, well, let's jump jump to 43 AD here, where the <laughs> Roman Empire had basically conquered all of the Celtic territory by oh, this yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Gotta blame the British for that. Fucking A, man. (laughs) But they also had uh, their traditional harvest time, which is, uh, what they call it? Ferilia. 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 It was a day in late October when the Romans would uh, 
commemorate the passing of their dead. The second was the day that they honored Pamana, which yes. was Pamana was the a Roman goddess of fruit and trees. Yes. Which uh which they say in this article brought to us by the History Channel. <laughs> um <clears throat> that incorporated and, and being that the symbol of Pomana was the apple, and it incorporated the celebration into this into the sewing, which explains where bobbing of apples came from. Think uh-huh. about it. First party game back in forty three AD. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll bob for apples and then have our orgy. <laughs> like a bobbing, bunch of bobbing pigs. orgy apples. It's like a bunch That's, of stuck pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and the Christians, they had no, their All Saints Day. Of course they do. They had to get in on it. <laughs> and then it comes to America, but oh. you know that they weren't doing that shit up no. in New England. No, 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 no. It shit. was the Southern Colonies um, and Maryland. Yes. Maryland yeah. and South were, yes. would actually, you know, they would celebrate these the, uh, these pagan rituals. The other New Englanders were too busy burning witches. Hell yeah, man. <sighs> <laughs> They're wearing buckles on their fucking hats. Buckles on their hats. <laughs> that was prime buckling time. That's right. They had no time for no costumes time. and tricks None. or treats. The they had buckles, buckles and white tights under shorts. <laughs> and I, I never quite understood. It's like, how are we going to, you know, how do you continue a religion that basically shuns everything except working really, really right. hard? Like somebody had to rewrite that book somewhere for them to be like, okay with it. Right. Like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're like, um, <laughs> how, you're, this is going to die out, guys. It's going to, you're going to kill all the witches at least eventually. Something. <laughs> <laughs> trick or trick treating. Or treating, yes. Oh, that came to that that came, you know, with the uh, tradition of uh, you know dressing up in costumes. You know, everybody knows that trick or treating. Uh, now, a practice that eventually became trick or treating, you know, of old was borrowing from an Irish and English tradition. Um, you know, it's basically when, just begging from house basically to house. Basically, for money and food. And, and they whatnot. dressed up because they didn't want to see exactly. you know, their neighbor be like, oh, if I dress up with this mask, they won't know. It's Mrs. Right. Sanders from down the street. <laughs> and then you're like, just you got, trying to pay her mortgage, man. Exactly. And then <laughs> see, like, now why aren't adults doing this now? Word. I should be going to my neighbors being like, yo, my utility sink's backed up. <laughs> Dude, I found out I got drywall seeping <laughs> from my fucking bathroom. Trick or treat. All I wanted to do was just reseal it and, you know, <laughs> fucking A. And then, and then young women believed on that day on Halloween that they could dress divi- like hoochies. Div- all right, dress like hoochies, divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks. With yarn, people get that out of your <laughs> I was thinking apple tricks pairings the mouth. or mirrors, right? If they put that fucking comma one fucking word before that, it <laughs> two words. In the late 1800s, there was a move in America to mold Halloween into a more holiday about community and neighborly get-togethers than about ghost pranks and witchcraft. Well, they also believed if they if, if <laughs> adults started giving out candy, that the kids would stop fucking egging their houses. <laughs> yeah, word and throwing fucking thus. Somebody was like, this is a great idea. Yeah, and word. it became a $6 billion dollar <laughs> annual industry. business. Word. <laughs> it's the second largest commercial holiday. It is. And now there's more, you know. Only surpassed by Festivus. That's right. Festivus. And nowadays it's all about the Halloween party or the, the, the you know, the, the little trick-or-treating now in public places because a lot of towns and everybody are not about having trick-or-treating anymore for some reason. 
I would, but nobody comes to my house. Well, I live too far out on the yeah, highway for people. You, to... would, I can understand. I would. Ex- I thought that I would at least get some people from over here along the I way. Thought you I thought got a house right behind me. You have a no, complex behind you. Yeah, nobody comes. I do believe one year I forgot to have my light on. Ah, but well, um, that's, that's also a thing around here. You have to, and you got to be standing outside like a jackass. Yeah, word. Or like, have your you front really door should. open or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't. You can't just have that light on and be like, oh, you know. The problem is, I buy them take fives. Those shits are all gone before yeah. anybody gets there Damn anyway. Right. Well, fucking, they're gone before I even put them in the basket for the kids to get them. I hate them shits. <laughs> have you heard about the uh, the European tradition? No. Well, this is actually an American Halloween tradition. It says, oh, but it dates from England. Okay. It's soul cake. Oh, you ever heard of a soul cake? Never. No. I want Neither one. Neither have I. Because it sounds good. Well, this is an American tradition of trick or treating. Okay. Probably dates back to early All Saints Day parades in England. During the festivities, poor citizens would beg for food, and their families would give them pastries called soul cakes oh. in return for their promise to pray for their family's dead relatives. <laughs> The distribution of soul cakes was encouraged by the church as a way to replace the ancient practice of leaving food and wine for roaming spirits. Oh, come on. That wine part sounds great. <laughs> roaming that's, spirits. That's for the parents of them roaming spirits. Yeah. <laughs> Little Jimmy, just, just leave out two fingers of whiskey <laughs> and some meat pie Word. for them... Rambling spirits. <laughs> Next morning, Dad's sleeping. Fuck, Jimmy. Why am I out in the shed again? You got, in, you got into a fight with the rambling spirits. You didn't want to share. Oh, God. So soul cakes, huh? By the yeah. church. Yep, and the tradition of dressing in costume had both the European and Celtic roots, but we won't go into that. No, but they don't tell what them soul cakes are made of? No, well, that it's sounds just like, like a cake. Shit. That you know, sounds like practice, some shit that would be out of that movie Superfly or something like that. What do you want? I want that soul cake, yo. That soul cake. It's like I got some fried chicken in it, some maple syrup on it. <laughs> some. some <laughs> uh, They're ochre in my soul cake. So oh, dude, what about them black cats? Why are they so, uh, so you know, associated with Halloween? Well, it says. Why? Because it says here that. According to the History Channel, again, Halloween has always been a holiday filled with mystery, magic, and superstition. It began as a Celtic end of summer festival during which people felt especially close to deceased relatives and friends. For these friendly spirits, they set places at the dinner table, left treats on doorsteps and along the side of the road, and lit up candles to help loved ones find their way back to the spirit world. We know this. Today's Halloween ghosts are often depicted as more fearsome and malevolent. And our customs and superstitions are scarier, too. We avoid crossing paths with black cats, afraid that they might bring us bad luck. This idea has its roots in the Middle Ages, when many people believed that witches avoided detection by turning themselves into black cats. We try not to walk under ladders for the same reason. This superstition may have come from the ancient Egyptians, who believed that the triangles were sacred. It also may have something to do with the fact that walking under a leaning ladder tends to be fairly unsafe. You know the one thing that I don't know? What's that? Why the fuck we carve pumpkins? You know, jack-o'-lanterns. I know there's a history of that, too. Um, apparently, that's also an old fucking Celtic, you know, deal. I just honestly thought the farmers were like, yo, we got mad horse. pumpkins. What the they, fuck are we going to do with them all? But I know they used... You can only eat so much pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. We got a lot of pumpkins. They, they used regular gourds, though, I think. Like, different kinds of, like, squash or whatnot. But, like... The pumpkin pumpkin, I think, is more of an American tradition, I believe. 
If that's, well, if that's what I read right. So, and what? Speaking of pumpkins, let's get in. Let's. To Zane's first song of the day. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I don't know and, any of his songs, by the way. Oh no, and and this this is a little ditty by a group that likes to dress like clowns, not just for Halloween, but they made a goddamn market out of it. Fucking career out of it and, and shit. And this is a track called okay. Dead Pumpkins.
quite honest, it was a sad week in the world of professional we wrestling. <clears throat> really sad week. Um, as much as you might not like him personally in the ring, uh, the real life Joe Anawaii has been going through leukemia um, for the past 11 years. Uh, it's been in remission. That's and Roman just Reigns. Came back. Roman Reigns, sir. Most of you, if you watch wrestling, you know who that was. I, I didn't until this over. week. But Zane did not write. He did not know. Um, so, as much as I did not care for him as a, you know, professional wrestler, nobody should have to go through that. So, uh, cancer's a son of a bitch. <clears throat> so, uh, much love to Roman Reigns. Well, Joanna Hawaii, anyway. Um, and his, oh, by the way, his, uh, cousin, um, the Samu, the, the, is also got cancer, just came out as well. Uh, he's been dealing with it for a couple of years now though, but never told me, you know, outside media, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, the Anawaii family's going through a big cancer scare right now. Um, but we are going to get scary. <clears throat> we are going to get really horror themed with these wrestlers today sir <clears throat> now you may not not you may not have known that some of your biggest horror movie icons have also had a side gig as a professional wrestler apparently <laughs> dude they got the head side they're moonlighting they're moonlighting moon <laughs> so like like jason he wasn't making enough he needed to pay his rent he, down there at the bottom of crystal lake that's and, right uh, so he took the side job <laughs> yeah that's right so some of these names include like Dr. Frank, which was a an old uh, CWA wrestler back with Jerry Lawler in the 70s. He was uh, basically guest Dr. Frank. He was a Dr. Frankenstein style wrestler. Uh, then we got the Boogeyman, which you all know from WWE. See the one that ate all the worms. Yeah, yeah. I'm the Boogeyman, and I'm going to get you. Yeah, he came back for the 25th anniversary <laughs> yeah. to eat some worms, right? Yeah. <laughs> Make money eating worms. He's what you call a gimmick wrestler now. He comes back for their like their gimmick battle royals and shit. Now, your movie monsters. Did you know Leatherface was a, a professional wrestler on the side? <laughs> no, but uh, I basically thought that that's where Chainsaw Charlie got got his basically got his uh, his kick from. He's basically. like, I'm gonna get me a chainsaw and a now, stocking. Le- <laughs> Le- 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 Leatherface. Now in the '80s, Leatherface was a GI Joe style wrestler. Named Corporal Kirshner. I don't know if any of you guys remember him. He was like Sergeant Slaughter's replacement, you know, when he left originally. And uh, then we got Lord Humongous, which was Sid Vicious. (laughs) At one point in a big old mask, basically looking like Demolition. You remember Demolition, right? With like the yes, the 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 dominatrix outfit that they yes, I do. Yeah, we picture that with a Jason mask. So (laughs) now. We have the Wolfman. Bet you didn't know the Wolfman was a professional wrestler, huh? That's right. There was a couple of guys, but in the 60s and 70s, uh, it was basically played by, uh, oh, geez, uh, Vilmus, I want to pronounce it, Vilmus Farkas was the main guy. Now, Freddy Krueger also came out of the dreams, <laughs> came out of the dreams and into a wrestling ring in Japan. Okay. Now, he was played by Doug Gilbert. Freddy Krueger now wrestled in Japan, and he still plays the character today. So Freddy Krueger is still in Japan wrestling on a daily basis during the day and haunting dreams at night. 
Working hard. Working hard for that money. <laughs> the mummy. Bet you didn't know an Egyptian mummy who could barely walk and wrestle. Some bitch. He was in there. The original was, oh my God, he was way back in, in, in their day. Like, Jesus, I want to say the 70s. Uh, Bengi Ramirez traveled North America in the 60s as the mummy. So as far as I know, it might not have came, you know, before that, but it's it pretty, you know, I'm sure he wasn't the only guy who tried to dress as a mummy. And we had like the brood and gangrel. You remember, you remember the, the brood and gangrel, right? Yes, that's yes. where Edge came from. Yes, and the Hardy Boys kind of took over for a minute too from them. Or was it vice versa? I can't remember if the Hardy Boys were the brood first. No, they were the new brood. That's right, yeah. Oh, shit, we got Papa Shango. Remember Papa Shango? Mm-hmm. He became a pimp in another life, you know. Did he? <laughs> Vampiro. He was just a Mexican with face paint. I guess and he was a terrible wrestler. Yeah, God. I must say, I gave he's, him credit for getting his ass beaten up in Lucho Underground yeah. in that first season. He, that was pretty fun to watch. I was about to say, he's also a horrible announcer in Lucha Underground, but he's... <laughs> He took an ass whipping from fucking Pentagon. Yeah, man. he did. Oh, Bray Wyatt. No, nah, I'm skipping him. He's not really a horror themed. La Parka, no. Don't forget the crow. Oh, the crow. Oh, wait, right. that was Sting. That was Sting. Sorry. Ripping, yeah. rip, ripping off yeah. the crow. Mankind. I guess he was kind of from a horror. He was from the thing. boiler room. Yes, he was from a boiler room. He had that mask and he tore his hair out. And uh, Yo, when he was first being released, he was creepy. He fuck. was. Yeah. Like, he really was scary, dude. Yeah, word. I got Kamala on this list. I'm not counting him. Kane? Okay, I could see Kane as inspired by maybe a horror monster. Like Frankenstein-ish, maybe. You know what I mean? He was the brother of the dead man word. and the Undertaker. Basically, Once yeah. again, not only was he a working man, but he's also <laughs> from, right. the, you know, from, from the dark that's side. That's right, from, from the dark side. <laughs> from Death Valley, which <laughs> seems like a hot place to come from when you're wearing all them clothes. Yeah, word. I don't, I don't know of anybody who has a house directly in Death Valley. Let alone a funeral parlor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We I had bet like... that hearse didn't go, get around well in that sand. <laughs> We got Mortis and Glacier. That No, those were more Mortal Kombat. Wrath. Oh, the Mantar. You remember the Mantar? No. He was a half-man, half-mantar <laughs> bull, I guess. <laughs> like a minotaur? Yeah, yeah. He came down with that big, like, minotaur bull head on. Like, it was ridiculous. He lasted for a whole, like, three months in 1995. The Yeti. Just talking about him earlier. Fucking, he was that guy who was dry humping Hulk Hogan with the giant. <laughs> oh, Oz, I'm not counting him. That was Kevin Nash in a Wizard of Oz mask. Uh, the Kiss Demon. The Kiss Demon. Didn't we just talk about him? I think we did. He was part of that, like, fucking rocket or some theme from, like, you know, outside wrestlers, whatever, that weren't wrestlers. Anyway, that was, uh, well, besides the ECW zombie who made his uh, debut on the first episode of WWE CW uh, and got his ass handed to him by the Sandman and then never saw from him again. That's the end of my uh, Halloween-themed wrestlers that had some kind of, you know, movie tie-in or just scary theme. I was going to say Viscera, but he's So what are they going to do with the Universal reason. title? Oh, it's up for grabs. Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. At Saudi really? Arabia's Brock Lesnar's still part of the WWE? I thought he well, was done. Well, I think he's only coming back because it's in Saudi Arabia and they paid him a buttload of money. Oh, okay. So they're going to have Braun win. 
Yeah, not to lose to keep the title for a while, and then I think they were supposed to have him feud with Drew McIntyre for the world title, which I can kind of see, which is kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, Roman's out for the foreseeable future, and uh, the Shield broke up by the way too. Oh, did they? Dean Ambrose, uh, Dirty Deeds, Seth Rollins. As they won the tag team titles, so now they're tag team champions who are fighting. Oh, feuding tag team champions. Haven't seen that before. So now Seth has the IC belt and co-tag team champions with Dean Ambrose, and they don't like each other now. So, And Seth Rollins is heartfelt. And Shinsuke? Still cocky knocking. That's all I need to know. That's it. That's what's going on in the world of wrestling. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, so uh, I guess it's my second song, huh? Yes. Let's keep this wicked clown theme going. But yeah, is... honestly, I actually thought that Dead Pumpkins was a different song off the same album, but I, I don't remember that being the song that I wanted. Which one were you? The one I, the, yeah, the one I played there, Dead Dead Pumpkins, was, was not the one I was hoping for. No, it but, might have you know. been Halloween on Military. Street. That one's a good one. But I, I know that that one's basically a ripoff from Halloween on My Street. Basically, there's another one. There, there's like hundreds of them. There's a whole bunch group. from so, them. You can go through every one of their But albums. you know, I played a shit song. Hey, Please no, make it up for me, Marshall. It wasn't that horrible. Oh, it was pretty bad. I mean, it wasn't their best. Not even close. It so uh, let's let's go with a little whole family here with the Dark Lotus. Oh, fucking A, man. One of the best albums ever made. Yeah. This is them crawling through a cemetery. It's called And We Danced. It was a dark, stormy night. When five children of the Lotus crept into a local cemetery, their intentions were nothing more than to smoke marijuana leaves and drink alcoholic beverages. But these five young boys were soon joined by some very unlikely company. In fact, for the children of the Lotus, this was some company they could only dream of. I'm talking about the dead. Not just any dead. I'm talking about they were joined by five ravishing, beautiful, lovely dead women who opened up to these boys and gave them their all. Do you like the Ouija? We dance, blood and flesh, romance. Right here, right in front of the tomb. Beautiful, horrific, and the moon. Dead flesh, crazy hormones. Me with a heart, dick, her with a neck broke. We did a tango, she breathed. She wiped blood on a killer sleeve. Now I ain't never been the one to pass. She might be dead, but she got a nice ass. Riding to the bone, I like dead meat. Wearing nothing but a panty, shake it to the beat. So you like to dance? Is that magic? Is that your ass? The back I'm grabbing, you're getting kind of freaky. Biting on my neck, my heart is beating fast. My underwear's wet, and we Believe my eyes, 
cemetery got me in ecstasy. some questions to ask you. Nothing better than a Halloween party. Oh. Now tell me, sir. Yes, sir. What kind of theme would you have? Would it be a haunted house? Vampires. Not so scary Halloween. More family friendly. Hmm. Candy and sweets. Zombies. Or Stranger Things. Like the show? Like the show. No, not at all that. No. Um, you can all dress like we're living in the uh, 80s and play some Nintendo. Do that now. I know you do. <laughs> it's, it's called every day. What the fuck? I mean, no. Oh, God. I don't know, man. I like the scarier end of it. I'd rather have a scary party with really good music. What do you think? So that narrows it down to Haunted House, Vampires, Let's call or it zombies. Haunted House. Let's call it Haunted House. Haunted House. Because I can do a lot with a Haunted House. I'm basically making you take a survey. Oh, God. Here we go. Or Is or, this going to come out to where we're like engaged and shit at the end? I don't <laughs> like, know. Like we're a perfect match? Is this what... <laughs> now a venue. Would it be your home? Of course. A bar. 
Oh, the beach. That shit's scary, that man. Shit is Fucking scary. sand everywhere. Sand everywhere and like banana hammocks. Holy shit, that's scary. Yeah, they're giving us some options here. This okay. comes from BuzzFeed, by okay, the way. Okay, BuzzFeed. Good shit. I like BuzzFeed. Uh, I, I'm, I never really come here. I always yeah. hear about their stuff. Yeah, they're not but, bad. You know. Sometimes they're, you know, hit and miss, but this is. An old mansion, a oh. ballroom, or an abandoned asylum. Oh, it's down between the mansion and the asylum. For me, it's it's no choice. It's it's the asylum. That, that okay, yeah, the asylums. I'm leaning more towards, but yeah. Being that they gave me that option right there, that's fucking. But I'm, I have an Adams family fetish, so an old mansion too would work. All right, so we've got a haunted house and an asylum. Yes. Oh, signature drink. <gasps> is it a pumpkin shots? Oh, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds good. I'm a 30 year old soccer mom at heart. A zombie rum cocktail. Oh. Pumpkin martini, a bloody martini. That's like tomato juice, isn't it? It's red. Okay. <laughs> Kool-Aid. A worm jello shot. Well. Or a bloody, bloody Mary. Mm. I'm not a tomato juice fan, so the bloody Mary is out. I'm thinking... I think I'll go with the rum one. All right, the zombie rum cocktail. Yeah. All right. I used to throw some pretty epic Halloween parties, and oh, uh, I used to go to a bunch of them. <laughs> I, uh, not yours, but yeah. I always, I always came back as sweet, sweet zombie Jesus. <laughs> and don't forget that was a black man. Word. That's Word. just fact, people. That just fact. fact. Look where they came from, people. <laughs> and also, the Bible said he had skin or hair that was like basically nappy. I want to call it. Yep, so Sweet Zombie Jesus came back That's and would right. make these things called miracles. Yes. Miracles made you travel through time. Yes. That's, that's all I can tell you about America. <laughs> now, oh, we've got a surprise guest coming. Now, I don't know this girl, and I'm probably going to destroy her name, but Akwafina. She's Aquafina? a Japanese Isn't that a horror actress. Isn't that a bottle of water, Aquafina? <laughs> or are we inviting Jamie Lee Curtis? Of course. Perhaps we're inviting Michael B. Jordan. Oh, not not God, the basketball not, player. Not, not the basketball. His son, right? Isn't that his son? I think it, it, it's got to be, right? Yeah. I don't, I, well, I've no, it doesn't looked. have to be. There's a lot of Jordans True, out but there. That's probably, probably a lot of black ones that aren't yeah. related to, he just to the Airs Master himself. Yeah. So oh are we God. are we inviting Tom Holland? Why the fuck would you Why invite would I Tom invite Holland? Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Not even Spider, he's Spider-Boy. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. I don't even who's She's Tiffany a comedian. Haddish? Why would I, I invite her. her? I vaguely know her. Now, now this is probably the person I would invite. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yes. <laughs> Can he come as the fly? That would be great. I don't know, man. Just coming as Jeff Goldblum is pretty fucking freaky. That is yeah, true. <laughs> so Very. we going with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, let's go with Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum it is. Pick in hors d'oeuvres, or as I like to call, hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres, baby. Hors Are we divorce. bringing deviled eggs? Jack of veggies. Oh, that's pretty cute. Jack of veggies is like peppers. With the tops cut off, with okay. little like jack o' lanterns cut in them, with, with with more vegetable stuff to the top of them. Oh shit! It's pretty cute. Mummy sausages, which are like uh, uh, pigs in a blanket, but okay. stringy stringy dough around it. Right. 
We're bringing black hummus Halloween dip. It looks like a spider web. Hmm. Mini monster burgers. Those look like they're a lot of work. Yeah. Or olive spider and carrot cheese balls. That that sounds pretty boring. Mm. Yeah, I'm not not sure. I'd probably keep it classic with the deviled eggs myself. Yeah. Deviled eggs? Sure. All right. Let's do deviled eggs. My God. Pick a party classic. Bobbing for apples. We know that that's going way back. Oh, yeah. Feeling squishy eyeballs? I didn't know that was a game. Me neither. <laughs> um, carving contest? Of, of whatever you choose to carve. Yeah, <laughs> A costume contest? Classic. <laughs> Dancing? Also, they, I think that kind of goes at any party. Yeah, word. Or party games? Hmm, party games. Party games he goes with. I like dancing, but, you know, that wears out after a minute. Wait, wait. No, we got a dessert to pick, too? Oh, that was an hors d'oeuvre before. Now it's a dessert. Ah. Fruit monster, pumpkin pie, spooky donuts, ghost brownies, festive cookies, classic candy. Hmm. Classic candy. Oh, we got greeters at the door. Frankenstein, Freddy, Dracula... <laughs> Michael Myers, the chick from the ring, or Jason? Oh, the chick from the ring would be awesome. Going with the ring girl. Yeah, let's go with the ring girl. Okay. All right. Our party preference determines which movie I should stream, and it should be The Descent. Okay. The Descent. Wait. I disagree. That movie. I do, too. One, it has nothing to do with Halloween. It's just... It's about a cave full of stupid monsters and blood. Yeah. The cave not, is the scariest part, just I'm, being in that cave. Yeah, I'm not with that answer. Fuck like you, that. BuzzFeed. Fuck we're that. watching The Evil Dead. Damn right, And then yes. we're watching Evil Dead 2. And then, just to get funky <laughs> with it, you know Army of Darkness is going yes. on after that. Yes, it is. Fucking A, man. And then if you're still awake, we're putting on, uh, you know, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's right. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's going Cause, to Christmas Because anybody's still maybe. awake singing. That damn right. That Oogie Boogie song. <laughs> All right. So that is the news. That is the There's news. No, there was no news in that news. No news in that news, but you I know was, what? I, I, I was expecting more. Me too. Fuck you, BuzzFeed. Yeah. We'll try again later. That's what we will do. <laughs> so, sir, what do you got coming up for us? I've got a song. Let's hear it. Uh, where'd it go? Rob Zombie. He's got a bunch of songs. I am going to pick a good one. Okay. That one is House of a Thousand Corpses. (gasps) Off the soundtrack of House of a Thousand Corpses.
And that was House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. Bye. The one, the only, Rob. Mr. Zombie. Rob, if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm loving it. Oops. There we go. President speaking? I am President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. And I've traveled back in time from the future to address your stinking ass. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck? Well, hello and hello. good day. Yes, sir. Morning to all of us. It is Thursday, the 25th of October, 2018. In a poll conducted across the U.S., the fastest drive through is Burger King. <laughs> On this day in 1854, the charge of the Light Brigade occurred. 670 British were killed. I blame them. 1944. The Japanese first used kamikazes. And the question still remains. Why, oh why, do kamikaze pilots wear helmets? <laughs> Burfs! Pablo Picasso, 1881. Johann Strauss, 1825. Minnie Pearl, 1912. Helen Reddy is 77. Oh. Adam Goldberg is 48. And Katy Perry is 34. That's it. Another one of those strange birthdays. Remember, look up this morning. It's full of moon. So what are you going to do today? It's a smile and wave day. Smile at someone to make their day better, thus making your day better as too, as well. Love to all. Thank you, Father. Oh. That is a day in history. Yes, it is. And this is my next song. This is going to be from the fattest of boys. All three. About your homeboy, Freddy Krueger. This is Are You Ready? For Freddy. To ensure that you fulfill his request. Do you mean all I have to do is spend one night here and the place is mine? No problem. No problem? Yo, let me ask you a question. Who is this Uncle Frederick anyway? Well, he's from a part of my family we never mentioned. I won't mention any of your family. Yeah, let's just get this this gig over with. Come on. <laughs> 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 Frank Cooper's the name. And you 
you got the time. Listen to this. You'll bust the rhyme. Fred Kruger of the myth. Well, Fred Kruger the man. It doesn't matter because I'm still rapping about him. Understand? So sit back, Jack. I'm going to bust the rhyme. Grab a hole in your face. It's Kruger time. It's time for Freddy. See, I'm a popular guy. If you don't know yet, you're going to find out why. Himself rapping on Are You Ready for Freddy? Gotta love Robert Englund. God, they were pimping that movie out something fierce back in the day. God, Freddy was on everything breakfast cereals, whatever. He really was. He was a child molester, damn it, and a killer. (laughs) Y'all motherfuckers will latch on to anything. Swear (laughs) to God. Put him on Bee Wee's Playhouse. Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's put him on a Saturday morning cartoon. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's hear what Mole's got. With them 3,000 maniacs inside of his mind. <laughs> also a Robert Engel movie. Yes. That's a good one. About the Jubilee. Yes. Mint juleps for everybody. <laughs> oh, but let's take a trip. Let's oh, get there. Let's do it. Let's bring it in. Reel it in. There's a mole. In my head 
and it's blind to my Let's talk Halloween. It's been going through my head. Now, I've been reading a lot, and certain states now are actually banning trick-or-treating for people over the age of 12, which I kind of agree with, but, like, they're, and some places are actually banning trick-or-treating, period. And uh, I was kind of wondering, what do you think about that, Zane? disagree I do too now here's why if we gotta drag these little bastards out to get candy we deserve some fucking candy too okay this is going on in my 13 year old head I'm a 38 year old though but this is me because I still love my candy I don't feel you know what some of these fucking places are actually fining people if they're catching them like if they're like above the age of 13 or 14, these people are getting fined. Like, they're giving them fines in court up to 1500 bucks. I'm like, that's just bullshit. These cops have nothing else to do. Or is it just a bunch of fucking assholes complaining to the cops so they don't have to give out Halloween candy every year? But fucking, when I was a kid, Halloween was about 30 of us hopping the back of a fucking station wagon no seatbelts, like in the trunk area of a station wagon, get dropped off in the middle of a development and told to walk around and we'll meet you on the other side within the next two hours. (laughs) I don't know what they were doing within those two hours. I know it wasn't watching us trick-or-treat, but you can't let your kids do that anymore either, can you? You have to physically walk around with your children. Every house. Every house in a development. Now, I remember when it was the oldest kid's responsibility to take care of the younger ones. Whether that oldest be 8, 12, or 14, whatever. Nowadays, you can't let your... An 18-year-old go out alone without getting cross-eyed looks from CPS. Like, the times are changing really bad for the worst. Especially when it comes to Halloween and, let's say, like Christmas and stuff like that. Alright? Halloween, to me, is all about getting together with your friends, dressing up like somebody you can't be, And going around and pimping your body for candy. That's just the way I always grew up with it. And then if somebody didn't give you the right kind of candy. You grab that other bag you got. And you let their tree have it with some toilet paper. Thus razor blades entered apples. One time. One time this happens. And and the world goes crazy. Goes to shit. (laughs) Speaking of that, now we got to inspect our kids' candy? Is this what they want? I remember back in the day. My Didn't have ins- to inspect the pennies. Word. The only inspection I remember my parents doing was, oh, you got Reese's? Let me inspect those. And I never got a Reese's the first couple of times I went to Halloween. And 
Well, that and they always made bad decisions on my younger costumes. You remember ever getting... Parents eat one-third of all children's Halloween candy. They do, but they got to inspect it to see if it's bad for them. So generally, if they eat one of everything in there... Yeah, so they make sure that they get the star mints while Word. I get the Snickers. <laughs> you know, they get the junior mints yes. while I get all the Reese's. Yes. What else are they getting? Oh, they, they're getting them they're caramel, getting them cream, caramel cream motherfuckers while I'm going to get myself some Three Musketeers. And Twizzlers. They can have them shits. Fuck them, yeah. I hate them shits. But uh, nowadays you got people trying to give out organic shit on Halloween. And those are the people that would have got toilet papered when I was a kid. I could see my wife doing that. Really? No. My, my wife would be giving out, like, essential oils and bath bars. Celery sticks and carrots. <laughs> Here you go, kids. Trick or treat. Look. <laughs> Could not do it. Nope. So, uh, basically, all I'm trying to say is inside my head is Halloween is changing for the worse, and I really don't like it. I don't like the coddling of children nowadays. They can't do anything. I don't like the fact that you can't trust your neighbors, so we can't send our kids out alone. On Halloween anymore, because they've built up such a big distrust in. People. I don't know if I uh, if I was to go to Rhinebeck and had siblings that were still young uh, enough to trick or treat. I think it would be pretty much the same as it was. Certain I don't know though. I, as I say, it's been a long time, but like, I, I had fond memories of trick or treating, and I believe all of my uh, siblings like, did as well. It's to the point now where I'm all right. I'm gonna say it like Red Hook Estates. All right, when we take our kids there, trick or treating. They have three cop cars roaming the streets at all times. Who wants to trick or treat when there's a cop? Well, it's not about the trick or treating then, you know, because you know, once I got to the age of fourteen, fifteen, it was all about making a ruckus. That's different. You but go that's out why after they're nine. Out. They're not out for the trick or treaters, dude. They're there from fucking four thirty till like eight o'clock, and then they seem yep. to leave when the teenagers come out. I don't get that. No, shit. the teenagers can't come out on, if it's a school night. They're still not out allowed past eight or eight o'clock at night. Oh, there's yeah, a oh, they get them there. out of there, yeah. There yeah. A few. But still, I just don't see the need for three cops in a one, you know. Oh, well, it will, yeah, no, I, I do. Really? It was the one night a year where we had bike cops, and we had like seven of them out. Yo, force. bike cops is different, but when you're driving a cop car up and down the middle of the street, and your lights are on, like, who wants to trick-or-treat in that shit? That's the whole, kills the whole atmosphere. You know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to be dark. You're only supposed to see lights and pumpkins. Not fucking red and blue flashing lights. And yeah, a cop car. I've never boop, had that problem. Boop, boop. Go to Red Hook Estates on Halloween. You'll I'm see. I'm not it. gonna go to Red Hook Estates. Why I'm am I gonna do that? Because why? Just because. What, like, why am I gonna go see something I don't? I don't want to see. Because <laughs> it's a losing argument, sir. It is. Oh, so uh, since I'm losing that argument, why don't you get to your third song here, Mister Pouty Puss? <laughs> Oh, I got to not do this again. I, every time I go, I'm like, I'm like, oh, here's my song. Then I leave the page and I have to go back to it. And I'm like, oh, now it's all the way down at the bottom of the list. I've been there. So what do we got coming up here, sir? Giant tropical centipedes share their territories with tarantulas. With centipedes. There's a movie named Since the Human Centipede. <laughs> Despite its impressive watch. length, it's a nimble navigator. It's an interesting film. <laughs> and some can be highly about venomous. Humans and centipedes. <laughs> symbolic as relationship between the two. Just <laughs> like the tarantula itself, the centipede has two curved hollow fangs, which inject paralyzing venom. Even tarantulas aren't immune from an ambush. 
This centipede is a predator. talk about uh some do i have to i think you do (laughs) i think it's time for foosball Uh, is the devil well it is it is and and the dolphins have shown nothing other than they know how to become tuna fish (laughs) it was a slaughter last night in houston oh man been on vacation this week and i was excited 
about getting to sit down and watch the Miami Dolphins play Thursday night football at Houston. Started off all right. By halftime, score was 10 to 14. Miami's down by four. Game ended. 42 to 23. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, they uh Holy they dropped the ball. A couple times apparently. Yeah. <laughs> One shining light from this game was this miraculous catch. Well, there was a couple miraculous catches. Most of them came on the Houston side of the ball. Nice. But uh there's one play where uh one of the Miami receivers catches it, takes like two steps, gets popped, like absolutely drilled. Ball shoots out, bounces off the defender's helmet about 12 yards down the field, right into another uh, Miami receiver's hands, oh, right shit. into Devontae Parker's hands. Oh, my God. And uh, that, was, that was the shining spot for the <laughs> Dolphins in that game. Oh, they also uh, had a trick play where Brock Osweiler, yes, he's still throwing the football for him. <laughs> he's still throwing the foosball? And uh, he threw it to Danny Amendola, who then he threw it to the running back, Cameron Drake, for a touchdown. Now, the quarterback did not throw a touchdown in this game. He threw an interception. Oh, shit. But the wide receiver, one throw, one catch, touchdown pass. Now, here's the crazy part. On the other side of the football, Deshaun Watson, quarterback of the Houston, Houston Texans, he threw the ball 20 times. He had five touchdown passes. Oh, shit. That means... One quarter of every pass he threw was a touchdown pass. Holy shit. <laughs> in, his, in the second half, he had more touchdown passes than incompletions. Holy he had five touchdowns, four incompletions. Wow. They, they have this quarterback rating system that uh, you probably don't understand, nor do I really understand. I don't know, it. no. Yeah, it, but it's, it's all broken down. It's like stereo and, instructions uh, to me. Yeah, he got... A perfect score is 158. Okay. Yeah, he was at 156. Holy shit. It's one of the highest QB ratings of all time. Wow. They ran the ball like crazy. Miami looked like shit. Ah. You know, being that they scored 23 points was a goddamn miracle. Their defense <laughs> sucked. It was, I don't know what's happening to the fish, man. Started this oh. season at 3-0. and Yeah. Then what happened? Yeah. I turned the TV on. That's what happened. That's it. You got to stop watching the games. keeping me warm. You got to stop and, watching uh, the games. That's all. In fantasy world, Zane's been been making his comeback somehow oh, or another. I've that's uh, the what it is. You're winning in fantasy. So I'm winning in fantasy in now. I'm uh, what am I on? I think I'm on a, a three three streak winning. Shit. Two oh two two games I've won in a row. I'm three and four now. Wow. I got a tough matchup this week. Uh I kept in basically my starting lineup. I did go out and get a new tight end because uh, mine. Mine only got negative two points last week. <laughs> so I went out and got Chris Henderson of the Jets. Don't know the guy. Hope he does all right. I'm thinking of maybe putting Chris Thompson in this week. Oh, shit. But last time I put him in, they ruled him out. Not playing. <laughs> oh, and fantasy football, I got a problem. Uh-oh. They started these games in London. They're, they're at 9.30 in the morning on Sunday. Oh, shit. Pretty sweet. You wake up, you can watch some football. Yeah. But, uh. I'm like, oh shit! I better check my check my team. Come to find out, Melvin Gordon wasn't gonna play last week, so I have it on. Game hasn't started yet. Right. It is 9:29. No kickoff yet, and my player is locked. Oh. I cannot take him out. Game hasn't started yet. Why could I not take him out? ESPN. 
<laughs> luckily, I still won that game. All right, word. Thanks to uh, a man named Kareem Hunt. Oh, Kareem. Yes. Gotta Thanks, love a man Kareem. named Kareem, man. He's, he's a good guy. Always a winner. Always a winner named Kareem. Yes. Uh, so that is that is the scary, scary world oh, of football. That is the scary, scary world of foosball. This huh? week, I'm taking on Jay's Crab Cooking Shack. Oh, shit. God. Well, <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time for me to play my fourth song. Yes. This. Now, sir, let me ask you a question real quick. You've seen Child's Play. The one with Chucky? Yes. Did you know it had a theme song? I want to say, yeah, I think I remember some kind of theme song, maybe. Now, it was like an it's not, instrumental, It's not right? as memorable as some other theme yeah. songs. But it was kind of like an instrumental, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I would think so. I, if now, I heard it, I'll probably be like, oh, yeah. Now this, do you know it had an original theme song? Now this, sir, has lyrics. <laughs> By and, Chucky himself? No. Oh. This is, <laughs> I can't remember who the hell sang it. It's not listed, but it was made in 1988. This is Child's Play, the original theme song. With lyrics. Lyrics. Like, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of memorable themes to yeah. horror movies. And that's not one that of them. That is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but the one I was talking about had, like, lyrics talking about Chucky and shit. I'll post it up on the website if I find it. But anyway, uh, sir, let's talk a little bit more about Halloween here. I got a, uh, I, I, I ended up uh, finding a site here. It's called bustle.com, okay? Now, I was looking up. You know, monsters and, you know, from books that are based on true stories. Okay. So this is, uh, gives us a short list. 
I'm not going to, you know, put it in any particular order, really. Now, Frankenstein's monster. We all know Mary Shelley, Frankenstein, right? She wrote the book. Now, uh, before there was Victor Frankenstein, though, in the book, there was the scientist Giovanni Aldini back in London in 1803. Aldini was determined to cheat death and bring a deceased corpse back to life. He got his hands on the body of a hanged criminal and attempted resurrection at the Royal College of Surgeons by applying electric current to his subject. At first, the body seemed to jerk awake and even take a sharp breath. But after a few hours of experimentation, Aldini's battery died and the corpse fell dead once more. One of the onlookers, however, was Anthony Carlyle, who recounted the event to his friend William Godwin, whose daughter just happened to be Mary Shelley and grew up to write Frankenstein. Now, Count Dracula. We all know the backstory of Count Dracula, right, Zane? You know who he was originally based on? That would be Vlad the Impaler. Now, uh, Bram Stoker. he didn't give out candy. I bet you. No, but he had the best yard on Halloween. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a great way to decorate. That's what I'm saying. Put heads on spikes and shit. Uh, yeah, in front just, of Im- the... just impaled bodies on That'd spikes. That'd be great. I'm telling you, man, he was a, he was a trendsetter. <laughs> now Bram Stoker relied on the name, basically. At you know, basically at basically what it was was just the name. Uh, nothing of really what Vlad the Impaler did had anything to do with the vampire. Well, I heard that he was basically a cannibal. Basically, but I don't think there was actually any proof of that, to tell you the truth. 14th century, hard to have a lot of proof. That's true. They can't even find a, you know... Never mind, I ain't going into politics. Werewolves! (sighs) Werewolves pop up all over literature from the ancient Roman comedies to Tyricon. If I could be any kind of horror creature, it'd be a werewolf. Werewolf, right? Word. Which, peeing in a circle around your clothes turns you into a wolf. That's a Roman comedy there, folks. Now, to modern thrillers and romance novels, but there were real wolf men in pre-Christian Europe. Norse warriors known as berserkers or Ulfidnar would don bear and wolf hides and then channel the animal's spirit to transform them into beast-like killing machines on the battlefield. I.e., they probably used mind-altering substances like hallucinogenic mushrooms to get in the battle zone, according to this site. Mr. Hyde. That's just drinking liquor. Yeah, word. He's an alcoholic. Yeah. Speaking of drugs, <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is your classic drugs make you different story. Dr. Jekyll is mild-mannered until he takes a strange potion and hulks out into the monstrous Hyde. Author Robert Louis Stevenson. Called Poovop. That's right. Author... <laughs> Robert Louis Stevenson knew a lot about the drug-induced double life himself. He actually wrote a first draft of the novella, and then, when his wife offered some light feedback, burned the manuscript, smacked her, and rewrote it in a matter of days. Had a couple drinks on a cocaine bender. It's cool though. (laughs) He was prescribed the cocaine to help his hemorrhaging. Ah, medicine in the 1800s. The Minotaur. We were talking about the Mantar wrestler before. This is who he was based on. Minotaur. You probably know uh, the bullet points on the Minotaur myth from ancient Greek literature. Dude with bullhead. Lived in Labyrinth on Crete. Kids from Athens were sent there to be killed by him in a Hunger Games-style sacrifice. But the whole kid's sacrificed to bull monster angle might have had real historical basis. Ancient Cretan art is full of depictions of young men and women vaulting over a bull as of some kind of ritual or entertainment. 
Some scholars think that kids really were being sent to Crete to learn this very dangerous art of bull leaping as a sort of rodeo to the death practice or to be sacrificed by a priest in a bull mask. I love history. Evil clowns! Who doesn't love a creep clown? Many people theorize that Stephen King's Pennywise, The Dance of Clown, was at least partially based on real-life serial killer John Wayne Gacy, who worked as a birthday party clown and murdered 33 young boys in the 70s. Although, of course, weird feelings about clowns predate both Gacy and Pennywise, psychologists suggest that people are creeped out by clowns because they can't see their expressions under all that freaking makeup. Actually, I kind of believe that. That's uh, My wife doesn't like clowns just because she's like, you know, I don't like that people are smiling when they're not smiling. I get that. You can't And that's trust. like her biggest thing about it. Like, it's as simple as that. She's like, right. I just don't like that they're smiling, but their facial isn't smiling. I get it. The, the the classic story by uh, Sherlock, or you know, of Sherlock Holmes by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, The Hound of the Baskervilles. Uh, there's a couple local legends that inspire that, um, that inspired him to pen his Sherlock Holmes adventure in the late 17th century. A man named Richard Cabell, 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 lived in West Buckfastly. He was a nasty squire by all accounts and eventually murdered his wife, leaving her body out on the moor. Some say that he sold his soul to the devil and that hellhounds still come out at night to howl at his grave. Others say that his wife's faithful hound tore his throat out and he, after he murdered her, which sounds a lot more plausible. Ah, the Headless Horseman. Even in Washington Irving's short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the Headless Horseman is heavily implied to be an elaborate prank, not a real ghost. But there was an actual Headless Horseman buried in the real Sleepy Hollow, even if he never rose from his grave. There was a Headless Horse? Yeah. Horsemen, I guess. Well, you know that horse had That's ended right. up in somebody's bed. Yeah, right. On October 31st, 1776, according to the Journal of American the Journal of American General William Heath, a Hessian soldier fighting for the British was decapitated by a cannon, which also killed his horse. This took place on Merritt Hill, a couple miles away from Sleepy Hollow, where he was buried sans head. So that's where the, the actual Headless Horseman myth might have came from. The zombies. Zombies are everywhere. They're in our comics, TV shows, Jane Austen novels. Can't escape zombies. Where'd they come from? The origin story of the zombies is actually intensely sad. Many cultures have stories of the undead, but the shambling zombie legend comes from Haitian slavery. Between 1625 and the early 1800s, enslaved people in Haiti lived unbearable, grueling lives, and death was seen by many as a relief. But death by suicide would not lead you to a happy afterlife. Instead, your corpse would be condemned to keep walking the plantations for all eternity, an undead slave. Eventually, following the Haitian Revolution in 1804, the zombie myth evolved into reanimated corpses used as the undead puppets of voodoo priests. From there, Hollywood snatched that shit up in the 1930s, stripped away the slavery allegory, started pumping out the horror films, which in turn inspired horror authors. So try to remember the legacy of colonialism the next time you crack open Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. And that was a little bit more talking about Halloween. Sir, do you have any memories of Halloween? Like a memory? Yeah. Why don't I tell you after, after this next song? Why don't we do that? Well, you know, yeah, let's do that, and then we'll go. Uh, do you have a ten list this week? Because I'm not. Positive. No, you basically just did. I one, just did so it. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw mine away. Sounds good. Let's do that then. <laughs> All right. So, would you like to hear? It's got it's swollen members. Oh. Would you like to hear black magic or I, camouflage? Oh, let's hear black magic. Black magic, it is then. I'm all sir. about this that. 
is swollen members and black magic. You don't really want to get me all fired up. 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 It goes Red Bull and vodka. I'm a cycle like chopper. Glorify the gangster with a handcuff to lock up. Drink Pepsi Cola. Same friend still rolling. Still swollen. Only difference is the heat that I'm holding. You don't really want to get me all fired up. You'll be the one that ends up with his mouth wide shut. High voltage, cause power outages Set a bad example for the youth, how about it kids? Mad child starting an army, who wanna join it? Warriors raising fists if you enjoying it Soldiers of fortune, chainsaw massacre Brain react fast when the maniac's after you Gil stirs in the silence of my room Can't hold back with God, still sin follows through Blackjack, firearms, foreign cars Trying hard, forest fires, horrified War cries, iron bars magic Spit life with every breath, not likely to forget. It's like we never let black magic. The world's screaming for change. Who's feeling this pain? Are we dreaming in vain? Black magic. Are we dreaming in vain? Black magic. You feeling the same pain? Can't feel what we don't understand. Come back down beneath, heads high, upper hand. Black magic. The structure of the human body, welcome to Gattaca Twin girls in the hallway, elevators of blood Spin words like spider silk, burn when the fire's built Doves fly, straight from the hands of a replicant From the blade, futuristic cities of the heaven sent I'm home, melted chrome and twisted metal Surrealist literature from the seamless vessel The dark arts, incantations and spellcraft Circles and stars, the same fury that hell hath Feathers of an osprey, leather glove of the falconeer Treasure chests of gold, tales told that you all come near Photons and gammas, rays and beams Fail with Jason and the Argonauts and ancient leagues The lords of the hidden world, seance and candlelight Connections to spirits that dance in the afterlife Black magic, spit life with every breath Not likely to forget, it's like we never met Black magic, the world's screaming for change Who's feeling this pain, are we dreaming in vain? Black magic, are we dreaming in vain? Black magic, you feeling the same pain? Can't fear what we don't understand Come back down beneath, heads high, upper hand Black magic Shane Brain a hurricane, it's a death march Never let your dream die, that's the best part Storm rider, man, I snap like a pit Axe murderer, get hacked up to fit Muscle car, hardball, Heineken, porn stars Tour bus, truck stop, iron horse, motocross Mad paint to poetic self-portrait Warlock to rock, still locked in fortress Contortionists, swallowers of knives and fire readers Nonconformist performers that won't change and I won't either I can see the future like Nostradamus A bridge over troubled waters Something wicked this way comes The sights in the hourglass in a capsule of morphine Drag chains around the castle grounds dressed in darker clothing Pit in the pendulum, serpent in the rainbow My lineage the arrow, my bloodline the crossbow Black magic, spit life with every breath Not likely to forget, it's like we never left Black magic, the world's screaming for change Who's feeling this pain, are we dreaming in vain? Black magic, are we dreaming in vain? Black magic, you feeling the same pain? Can't fear what we don't understand Come back down beneath, heads high, upper hand Black magic Black magic. Black magic. That was 
Oh, one of my favorite groups. That's awesome. That's Swollen Members with Black love Magic. It. Gotta love it. So. So you wanted a story. I do. All right, I'll Let's give you one. Let's hear some memories. So, the year was 1994. No, it wasn't. Uh, I was 15, <laughs> I believe, at the time. Um, this was, I think, the first year that I was really going out, what we called bombing. Uh, I remember bombing. That's what we called it. Yes. You know, and I uh, had my crow face paint on. I had my my long, you know, trench secondhand trench coat I got from the Salvation Army. Which we can't wear anymore because people know. be like, he's a bomber. And uh, we, man, we were prepared, man. Yes. We had uh, squirt guns full nice. of Tabasco sauce. <gasps> you were one of them. We had, um, <laughs> we had taken the time to blow out eggs and fill them with nair. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, yeah, we uh, we at were least ready. use nads, man. That shit's all natural. Well, I don't think I don't think nads existed <laughs> back in uh, that year. But so uh, we're ready to go, man. It's you know me, a couple friends, couple girls. I got a girlfriend that night too. Nice. Um, but we're out. We're you know walking and shooting the shaving cream and all that we're, silly, stupid, all that shit good that you know do. delinquent shit. And yeah. uh, some older guys were over. I had a, I had a stowaway like a like a place where I like had more eggs hidden. Nice. So we're going to get them. I think it's over by the fairgrounds, and we get close, and this uh, truck light goes on, and it's like emergency, like fireman, like oh, truck light. Oh yeah. And these guys are like, "Hey, hey, kids, you know, you know, like they're the police, you know." It's like, "Oh, bring us your stuff." And uh, one of our friends was like. Yo, these aren't cops. Fuck them. <laughs> Yo, so it becomes this brawl. Like, it is a brawl. And uh, we were the younger cats, and we, we, we ended up walking away victorious in this brawl. Nice. We lost a lot of our stuff, but, man, we, uh, hey, it was, you won the war. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, this was all in good fun. I don't think anybody got truly hurt, nor do I think anybody got hit with any of those narags, thank oh, God. Oh, no. Because um, that could have been really bad. Been I, I don't think anybody was hit with one. You know, I, I apologize if they were. That's, that's, that's but I do know that, like, man, there was some Tabasco in some eyes. There was some knees to some faces, you know. There was, a, there was some fighting. And uh, oh. so we go. We get our shit. We're all revved up from these guys. And we're out hanging out in the, in the cemetery in Rhinebeck. And, of course, the police roll on up. Of course. And, man, we had uh, this, this girl with us. And she had, like... All of the all of the destructive stuff in her bag, the the toilet paper, the, the you know all that stuff. They had to they took her home in a uh, in a police car. It was like the talk of the town for like a week and a half. I bet you know, and, and, and nothing but ever came of it. You know, I think yeah, this girl man, she had to be you know, and, and she was brought home like half a mile away. You know, probably because the cop knew her family. Yeah. You know, and, and knew that she was she was taking the rap for everybody, man. They're like, who's stuffing this? And, and nobody's like, she's like, it's mine. That's and a I ride or die, like, bitch. Oh, that's, that's a, so badass. That's a ride or die, bitch, right so, there. So uh, that's my story. It, you know, it's it's one of the more memorable Halloweens. I, I had great Halloweens growing up. You know, trick or treating in Rhinebeck was actually a really good time. Yeah, so was Red Hook growing up when I was um, when I was trick or treating. You know, but that that's the year I remember more than anything. And I think after that I didn't really do much for Halloween. Yeah, I, I remember when I moved to Cairo uh, when I was 13 and uh that was it. You know, we stopped the year before I wasn't trick or treating, you know, cuz I didn't feel like it. But uh that's when the uh 
the 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 bomb night started. You know, on Halloween when I was so stupid. It was looking back on. I'm like, my God. No, but I guess it's like a rite of passage eggs. for everybody. Every every teenage boy at some point, you know, has to go out and and cause that ruckus. Play, I did it. I did it when it wasn't Halloween too, and that I feel we, bad about. We would play Russian roulette with eggs. One out of every half dozen was hard boiled. Okay. <sighs> So, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I was like, I've never seen the egg gun. Oh no, it was just you, every sixth one had to be hard boiled, and the other people knew about it too, so they were watching out for that hard boiled egg coming. Ah, <laughs> uh, but then uh, you know you get the assholes who put the shaving cream on cars, and you know what that shit does to paint jobs? Oh, dude, we we put baloney on cars. <laughs> That's funny. I don't care. Dude, man, it loved the funniest Mars feeling that bologna off. It was like, it, it would just dilute the color immediately. I don't know what the hell's in bologna, but man, it will it's feel something. faint. <laughs> and we eat that shit. <laughs> soda, too, man. People dump soda on fucking cars like cola. Oh, I never like, did that. That's horrible, dude. Cola will eat the shit out did of Did it on a battery off. terminal. I'll take that shit right oh, off. shit right off. Hell yeah. Fucking clean that shit. But um, Halloween, man, I remember this one time. <laughs> I don't know. I was uh, had to have been about nine years old, so yeah, about 1989. Uh, just going through Redick Estates. No, it wasn't even Redick Estates. It was uh, um, what's that other one right there in the middle of town? Redick, Linden Avenue. Okay. Is, is I, like I don't know name? any of the oh, development. Okay. Uh, it's behind the junior high school. Anyway, if you guys know Redick, you know whatever. Um, but we were going that year around there. That was our first stop. And then we hit uh, Redick Estates. Back in the day, we had a couple developments we could hit up. But uh, I remember it was me and I want to say two friends of mine from school and my cousin got, you know, we met up. Because at this time, you know, nine years old, parents were like, whatever, just don't die. Go wherever you want. Um, So we went off by ourselves and uh, we had our little, you know, toilet paper and whatnot because that's what you know we were starting to do be little badasses and uh we had like six or seven like bigger kids come at us and uh basically try to take all our candy that we had took two hours to earn and i'd be damned if i was giving up any of my fucking candy to any scumbag kid riding a fucking bike Fucking thinking they're all cool, smoking cigarettes and not inhaling. You know what I mean? I did that. Really? For, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I wasn't inhaling. These fucking kids, though. Oh, give us fucking candy, man. Beat shit out of you. Well, our four to their six, we won a nice little fist fight <laughs> that year and ended up with more candy because we got theirs that they had earned beating up little kids and taking their candy. So that was a nice, productive Halloween for us. Um, this is the last one, really, I remember ever having any conflict at, though. It's funny, though, because after you, uh, after you have your rite of passage, you, you kind of go back to wanting to trick-or-treat it by, like, the age of, like, Basically. 17, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. You're, like, trying to be like, all right, how do I make myself look small? Word. I never had to make myself who's, look younger, but who's kid some can people I borrow? had to make themselves look younger. Word. Yeah, or who's, who's, who's <laughs> like, little brother or sister are we going out with? Because that was, you know, you realize that that's really, I don't know, 
going around, seeing people decorate. Rhinebeck was huge yep. on their decorations. I always think it's oh, like, you know, it's, I it's, it's, Rhinebeck a, and Halloween, it's a, yeah, oh, it's a chest too. banging contest, man, because, you know, one person does it real good, then the next one's like, oh, if they're dead good, I got to yeah. fucking, you, have, you would have two or three streets that just decked it out, yeah. man. I like, to, I don't I, know if they still do, but thank you to them. Yeah, word. Thank you, Marshall, for putting up with me today. Hey, man, no, thank you. This was a pretty fun episode. I'm digging it. So, uh, happy Halloween, everybody. And, October and be safe. November's coming up. Uh, that means Thanksgiving and a lot of food. And then Christmas, my second favorite time of year. Oh, Christmas gives me such anxiety. I man. know, but we're going to have a nice little Christmas show at some point. So think about all the happy music we get to play. So uh, you want to tell anybody sing before we leave? Well, uh, I want to thank everybody. Thank my wife for putting up with me. Thank you for putting up with me. Hey, man. Lady Verse is throwing it down tonight. She is. Guess we're not going to go. That's no, okay. That's all right. We got a job to do tomorrow. We do. And, uh, oh, and Nice. We, yes. we didn't play, play a song. I'll have to, maybe uh, next week I'll, I'll throw that we'll, on. How about we open that up next week? Open it up, yeah. And Nice, he's got some new shit going on on Beatport right now and some other new site. Um, but he's been throwing me some new music, so we'll let you all, all right. listen in on some of that. With the, uh, what's the next show going to be, sir? The next show, Harvest Time. Yeah. And that makes me think of the folk music. Yes. So we are going to folk it out. Yes. We're going to puff the magic dragon away, baby. I am going to bring some Jewel. That's all I know. That's oh. all I know right now is that I've been listening to some Jewel. <laughs> I want to hear more Jewel. And I don't want to hear, as much as I actually love the song Intuition, I want to hear like, you know, <laughs> in that morning. <laughs> no secret yeah. soul. Yeah. Save your soul. Yeah. Who will save I, I love your soul? Oh, I'm glad you're back. I hear you're making new yeah, music. She's so hot, though. Even with the snaggletooth, I'm digging it. She was the hottest I got a girl snaggle tooth, too. too. So hot. So, uh, sir, you can live a perfectly normal life. In this day and age, you can dress up and beg for candy. And that's perfectly normal. That's right. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. And you know what? Here's an oldie but a goodie.
Yeah. 